Welcome to 80s Babies and the Great Cinematic Debate, the podcast where we rewatch and obsess over the movies that we loved as kids, the movies that we kind of loved as kids, the movies that we forgot that we had never seen as kids, <laughs> the movies that ultimately shaped our generation as kids growing up in the late 80s and early 90s. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined, as always, by Krista. What up, Krista? Oh, hey, I hear a fire hydrant. No, <laughs> fire truck. Normal, Shit. normal. Charlie, how are you doing today? <clears throat> this fine eve. Fan. Fantastic. How are you doing? Nobody ever asks you because you always introduce everybody. How is Samantha Thank you, Charlie. doing? I'm feeling well today. We watched a great movie this week. We went so to good. see it at the Silver Lake Picture Show, which is an outdoor movie fest in Silver Lake, California. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And, and next time, I guess <laughs> we don't know when you're listening to this, but we're gonna. I'm gonna go see Amelie next there. I won't be there, but it's my favorite movie, and the Silver Lake Picture Show is awesome, and it's run yes. by our really good friend, Chuck Norris. And yes. it's free. Yeah, so, so go out and see if it. you are in the LA area, check out their Facebook page for a list of all of their upcoming movies. They do movies every other week in the summer months, so they have a whole summer ahead of us. Okay. <laughs> Krista, what movie did we watch this week? Uh, we watched a movie about what life is like. After all the mental hospitals closed, and instead, instead of making everyone homeless, they gave each person a million dollars, and that's it. <laughs> we watched Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yay! <laughs> I wish we had a magic word. I didn't even think about that till just now. What? Pee-wee's, Big, Pee-wee's Playhouse? He has a secret word every episode, and when somebody says it, they go apeshit. When I used to work at the head shop uh, in Litchfield, it's now closed, but it was the Pipe Dreams by my... It was cre- by my... My friend uh, Pam Potter, it was her baby. Um. <laughs> he just stopped talking in the middle mm-hmm. of his story. Yeah. What was he doing? What, is that the end of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's the end of Charlie's story. No, I forgot why it linked. I just started thinking of Pam. I'm like, oh, I saw her on Facebook today, but that's okay. We'll move on. So. <laughs> you were talking about a secret word. Right. So in, in Minnesota, it's illegal to buy a water bong, a pipe, a bong, if they say the word bong. They have to say the word water pipe. That way, it's a tobacco use only. It's not for marijuana. So like when I'd be showing people out in the case, different pipes and shit like that, they like, can I see that bong? And I'd be like, ah! And I had a little bell I would <laughs> ring and shit. I'd be like, you said the magic word! And they're like, oh my god, what do I get? I'm like, you get to leave the store right away! They're like, what? I'm like, nah, no kidding. I can't sell you anything in this store right now. Or it becomes paraphernalia. So you gotta go. You gotta get out the door. And you're like, seriously? I'm like, yep, sorry. It's the only way I can keep myself excited in the day. <laughs> I would tell him that too. Thanks, dude. Like, it is what it is. That's a little fucked up. You're trying to buy a pipe, so <laughs> you fucked up. There's signs everywhere. Yeah. See, so what I realized while we were watching this movie is that I don't think I've ever seen this movie. I thought is, you did. What happened? I thought I had too, but I think it's because I loved the show Pee Wee's Playhouse. Mm-hmm. And I remember it, like, I remember scenes from it. I don't remember, like, the format of the show or, like, certain episodes, but I just remember thinking it was hilarious and like quoting it all the time like <laughs> I love salad then why don't you marry it mm-hmm. I think I will and it's so funny. I <laughs> think salad. I will <laughs> like, I remember Ooh, that was loving like a it but um, did and you then see Pee-wee's Big Top maybe that's the one you saw maybe that's there's the one a sequel yep because this one was so big this one made over 40 million dollars it cost this movie cost 6 million to make what but it, co- it made 40 in the first day it opened it made 4 million back really? oh yeah it costs 4 million to make 
they made four million one hundred thousand back. So that in the first day they made that money back, and then some, and then after that. Great movie. Like I was not really expecting that. Do you know who directed it? Tim Tim Burton. Burton. It was his first movie. His first. They saw Frankenweenie by Disney, and uh, I don't remember the other one. Vincent. And then Disney fired him, and they're like, okay, well, we're going to take him. And then he got this job, and because of this job, he was able to get Beetlejuice, which got him to do Batman. Okay? Follow mm-hmm. along with me. So they also got the lead singer of Oingo Boingo, Danny Elfman, to do mm-hmm. the score. This is the first movie that he's ever done a score for, right? So we also went to have the Simpsons theme song because he created the Simpsons theme song. Danny Elfman. Right. Without Ruben, Paul Ruben, we wouldn't have Tim Burton movies and we wouldn't have Danny Elfman or the Simpsons theme. Right. Like we wouldn't have him or his, his, what he is or whatever without Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Go Uh, fucking figure. Speaking of great composers, I'd like to give it a poor little out for the homie James Horner. He died last week. It's super sad, you guys. He composed Titanic, Avatar. Yeah. Other he looked at us for like the shock. Movies. Um, no, it's really sad. He was it is. really crazy talented. So, hey, I didn't Pee Wee touch away. kids? No, no, I think he was masturbating in a movie theater. Right. Oh, okay. That's what I was trying to think of. What exactly he did? Oh, I mean, pour one out for James Horner, but like I want to know what the Pee Wee <laughs> thing was. Great cut, great cut. <laughs> I was just the whole time you guys were talking. I'm like. What happened with Pee Wee? I forgot, and I figured one of you guys knew, so you could tell yeah. me. Nothing with kids. Yeah. He but was in a, I think it was a porn one or a regular theater. I don't if remember. If it was a porn theater and he was masturbating, that's just obvious. And if it was a movie theater. But I think theater, he was being weird to the people in the theater about it. I'm not sure, but I think what it was is he was being awkward around the people and that was just. Well, a, duh, if, you're master, if you're masturbating and people are eating popcorn around you, I'd be pissed too. And yeah, not if it's in, a, in an adult theater, no. But or a regular it, theater. Was it an adult theater? I we can't remember, know. and I don't want to Google it. So, listeners, you can correct us. I know, Eric, you're out there going to correct me no matter what with the text. Um, Actually, Charlie, it was this. So, so wait, you can text me the also, fact later and I'll post it. It's find fine. out if he was watching a Jeff Goldblum movie. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. But he's not completely gone like that, like ruined his career for a little bit. But he did a show in New York like a, two or three years ago, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah, yeah it was on uh, Netflix. Well, it's, right. yep. this was, it was a, okay, I have a, I have a couple was questions. It? Yeah, it wasn't cool. This was a kid's movie, right? But what age was this movie geared towards? Because that's what I'm not getting. Was it like a 10-year-old or like a 4-year-old? But I think it works for any age of mm-hmm. child. And I think it's more, I feel like it's more of an adult movie that just happens to be targeted towards kids. Okay, because I was really confused when I was watching and I was like, well, this is kind of weird. There's a lot of adult like style content, I guess, but it's really weird the way they talk is like a five year old having right. a conversation with a four year old. I think it's I think it's totally an adult movie in terms of like the situations he deals with, and he's like a grown up, but he acts like a child in the way he talks and stuff. So mm-hmm. kids find it hilarious because there's a grown up like acting funny and saying funny things, but he's going through like hardships. It's the way he approaches it is innocent, and it's nice to know that like good will prevail if you just believe in something. I, know? after knowing what I know, it's you can hear Phil Hartman in a lot of the characters because Phil Hartman, I don't remember the third dude's name, but um, and Paul Rubens all wrote this together, and I 
Phil Hartman is loved so Phil Hartman. Me My heart too. cried when he passed away. I didn't really register who he was when he passed away because I was like five. But oh, really? I loved. I his wasn't radio. super allowed to watch The Simpsons or Saturday Night Live, but. The episode where he that the when he died, he was filming news radio. That was his like constant TV mm-hmm. show. Like the episode was heartbreaking. It yeah, was so. They sad. did one more season and then they just called it quits after that. Was it only after one? Died. Yeah, I think it was only. Because John Lovitz joined the crew. It's a good yeah. show. It was like a you, great show. Dave Foley. I never watched it. One of my favorite shows. Uh, Joe so Rogan. Good. That's where he got to start. I think. Joe Rogan. I know cool. he did stand up, but I, I mean that's where I first knew him from. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Andy Dick. Well, then that show where everyone eats bugs after that. What's that? You don't remember that, Joe Rogan? Oh, Fear Factor. Fear Factor. Oh. Yep, yep. He was like, okay, all you got to do is lay in this coffin with a bunch of snakes for five minutes. And if you can I do would it. never be able to do that. You job. know what's interesting about him? He's also this, like, deep thinker. And, like, like he has really, I mean, he cusses a lot, so you got to weed through it. But, like. Listening to him talk about like an isolation tank and about like the Zen you can find it in. Time and... out, time out. We are not talking about Pee Wee anymore. We're talking about <laughs> fucking Joe Rogan. You got us on a tangent <laughs> 10 minutes in. <laughs> Fine. We'll Phil Hartman's it. relevant because he wrote it. He wrote it and he was, it and he was in it. He yeah, was but, one of the uh, yeah, reporters. You are just so. tangenting beyond tangent beyond tangent. It's fine. We'll move past it. Eventually, so, we're going to talk about is, air. Hey, uh, um, what? What just happened? <laughs> what are you doing? Are you trying to sing Hey Ya by Outkast? No. Tell me how I'm gonna breathe with no Hey Ya, Hey Ya. Jordan Sparks. Jordan bitches, Sparks and Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. What do they have to do with Pee Wee? <laughs> you said air, I thought. And so. Okay, when I saw the opening of this movie where he's at the Tour de France. It's so cool, yeah. I, um... Did not remember that. I was like, I don't remember the opening it's of this movie. so funny. I love that he wins and... I loved when he was going up to win his prize, and the fake-ass awards platform that they yeah. have is so ridiculous. It's like everything Americans think that Paris is. Yeah. Or, not Paris, France. France total. There's a big, huge Eiffel <laughs> Tower. There's berets. <laughs> so berets cliche. everywhere. It's hilarious. I like a nice beret. I like, I a, like nice a nice beret. French man. So I like a nice raspberry Our powers combined. <laughs> and I like Captain later Panier. when he has his French friends and he's like, I got you guys French fries. Uh, yeah, that's no. right. I remember and that. And they go, merci beaucoup. And he goes, merci blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> That was the funniest part of the movie when he just butchers it. I was like, yeah. good job. At least you tried. You tried. I just like how the movie opens and he has like, he has all these rituals that he does and everything's very weird and very circus themed and I'm like he was obviously in the circus and even though no jokes aside like mental illness isn't funny but like he's definitely like young minded in that sense like he his brain is not fully developed he also must be smart because I mean I think we assume that he invented that contraption that cooked him breakfast while Mm -hmm. he got ready which is way cooler than any invention that homeboy made in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, my God. No, I was seriously gearing up to argue. I'm like, bitch, she's going to bring up uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I was going to get upset about what's his face. It Uh, reminded me of that. I was like, uh, Pee Wee has so much more going on in his place. Rick Moranis is the shit. Yeah, okay. but not Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He's right. a fuck-up. And because his invention. He built a like, shrink ray. Are you kidding me? A shrink but ray. But he invented something that will text the upstairs house, which maybe it's because I take texting for granted, but I would love a machine that cooks me breakfast every morning that is not a microwave. Yeah. 
It was pretty awesome. He just had to press. He didn't even have to do anything. Didn't spec do woman. it. I think he like pressed a button or something. I don't remember. I think but. he just wakes up. I like how Pee Wee spirals down the mm-hmm. fire pole and he changed clothes. I was like, I'd yeah. love to costume change like that every day. <laughs> Have you right, noticed in so a lot sick. of those early movies, there was a lot of that going on? Like, I think even like Ernest Scared Stupid. They uh, don't even explain how they change clothes. It doesn't matter. Well, not even that. It's just they all have like contraptions that do things for them. That, that must have been like the big craze is all the new gadgets that were coming out. Yeah, so because, everybody's like, we have a gadget for this. We have right. a gadget well, for this. Well, because gadgets were cool back then because no one had a fucking They still phone. are. No, but no one had a cell phone so it's like that's the only thing you get excited about like in terms of like technology is like cool shit like that Batman happening. is yeah. nothing without his accessories and his fucking um yeah but he doesn't have a cell phone until gadgets. recently but, I well, mean that's fair so that scene where Pee Wee comes down recently and hold changes up. clothes that's an homage to Batman the TV show yeah yeah do that. that makes sense recently recently like 15 years ago I said it well recently I don't know who's counting years me, we are not young and supple. Oh Speak my god! Speak for I feel yourself. Sick. I said it. Speak for yourself, <laughs> old man. <sighs> I did it. Uh, Speck is the cutest dog ever, and I'd love to have a dog with a dog house in my house. Right, he has a Snoopy dog house. It's and cute. he has spots painted on him, which is also wait. Cute. They're painted on him. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Maybe. Maybe they just traded the dogs. It was Milo and Otis' status where they they yeah. killed a bunch of dogs in Pee Wee. No, I think they painted like big, huge spots on them. I think you're right, actually. I'm cool with that. I think it was cute, and I want a dog like I'm that. Cute. I would love a white dog that I could just paint all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I used to want a fish that had tattoos on it, even though that's really fucked up. But that'd be pretty cool. They were. They had lips tattooed on them, or they said "I love you" on them. That's really, oh, really cruel. I didn't know that was a real thing. I thought that was like, oh, no, a that's like a oh, thing. You can that's buy like a thing. You can buy it at oh, a mall. Yeah, no, yeah. not a mall. Like a select. Hazy Mills. No, like a, a like a select underground fish store is what I'm talking about. No, I saw those fish at Hazy Mills where they sold the hermit crabs. I think he's lying. I wonder why Pee Wee wears so much makeup in this movie. Girl, okay, this is me. I don't know. How old was Paul? Gayer than the gayest thing I've ever seen on Gay Kingdom. I as okay, and I say this. This as, is so gay. This whole movie. I never realized that as a kid how many undertone gay jokes there are. Like, yeah, and as yeah. a I'm not I'm into like, you, Dottie. And there's this whole dead silent. Like that's hilarious because he's gay. They are saying he's gay without saying he's gay. Yeah, I can't. Believe, as a homo, yeah. I'm very ashamed of you. Like. Other than the fact that when you I like was that age, I didn't even think these thoughts. I was just like, "Oh, this is a fun movie." Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't even and thinking it's about like that. You, right? They never explicitly say it. Okay, you're right. I guess I wasn't thinking that either. It's like he just doesn't. He's just rejecting Daddy, who no, is as the a, voice no. of Tommy Pickles on Rugrats. That's hey. true. No, as a kid, I genuinely was like, he doesn't like girls. Obviously, like I was. Right, it's the I was age aware of like, that. Depending on how gay. old you are, girls have cooties or boys have cooties, so you identify. I do think everyone's gay, even at a young age. I was always. I was <laughs> you always. Know what? Kids, boys, and girls still have cooties, so wrap it up and be safe. PSA, bitches. PSA. Okay. Or just practice abstinence like Charlie does. I hate you. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. No, I get I get booty left and right. Oh my god. I'm just rolling in schmegma. Okay. I brought it there. I brought it there. <laughs> Shut up. Who are you? So what I really love about Pee Wee in the first like ten minutes is well, he doesn't talk first of all. He's just like rah, rah, rah. he makes a lot of he noises. Laughs. Oh my god. That whole like, nothing is really happening when he's getting ready, but he's having the best time and, like, playing with his food. He's and it so is, happy. I was cracking up, like, as a grown-up. Like, with so his funny. slippers when he pretends to eat the carrot. Like, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> he's so... And I realized 
Like, Pee-wee is the child that me and my boyfriend would have and then ignore. That would talk, like, through inanimate objects. Like, I'm not even kidding, because we do that, like, both of us. Like, we just talk through various shit. Each other's feet? Yeah. It's weird. Well, yeah, like, the foot phone sits. Well, yeah, like, it's normal. Yeah, so I'm saying Pee-wee's probably our love child. And he's gay, and obviously I'm happy because of that. I have Mm -hmm. a theory. he's dressed impeccably. I know. Thank you. That... My I think big that's due adventure. to his surrogate father, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I could do... Mm, I don't that say that. That's mean. That was not, not a compliment. That was something nice. That yeah, I would you're offspring good dr- Paul Rubin? Yeah, because he's a great dresser. No, it's her and George's kid, but obviously you're in the picture raising it. Yeah. That's fair. Because we would ignore it, and you'd be like, I guess I'll take care of this. I'll feed it. I'll feed it. I'll <laughs> feed it and dress it and teach it to be fierce, honey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like... Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Pee-wee's Playhouse. I feel like Pee-wee's Playhouse is when they're off, he's off his meds and he's talking to the couch. The fish are singing to the him. The couch talked to him, too. Not in the show. Not in the movie. Not in the movie, you're right. That's but what I'm saying. But when in the movie, he takes his meds and then he's, just, he's still weird a little bit. Let's just keep it real. But nothing talks to him. So we can Same all agree. Same world, but different. We can all agree, though, that Pee-wee... Has a mental illness problem though, right? Like, or he's just straight up crazy. He pays no. his rent. Clearly, I feel like he, he pays his rent because somebody gave him a lot of money. Maybe he's eccentric. The world only moves with eccentric, eccentric people. He is a trust fund baby with problems. Oh, I wish I was a trust fund baby. Thanks, parents, for not being trust funders. <laughs> I would say <laughs> this movie's not about mental illness. I think it's about um, adults grappling with being grown-ups it's a twin like you want to act like a kid and you want to stomp your feet and be mad and go on epic road trips looking for your bike but that's not the reality you can't act like that so it's nice to watch this and escape for a little bit and laugh at it but it's you can't actually live that life well and i I think as a kid like watching this movie it's funnier because there are adults doing it than it Mm -hmm. would be if it was kids doing it oh totally if it was kids doing it it would would lose all of that and it Mm -hmm. wouldn't be because, like, who cares about a kid brushing their teeth with a big-ass toothbrush? Not me. <laughs> He's like Carrot Top before Carrot Top was Carrot Top. Carrot a lot Top, of his top is funny. Yeah, he, a lot of Pee-wee's jokes are prop. Which is great. He yeah. reminds me so much of, like, Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin. Yes, that's like, why I love it. Slap-sicky. Yeah, like, silent era, like, comedies. Like, And that doesn't really so exist great. anymore. No, it really doesn't. And Kimmy Schmidt. I think it's so great. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, I feel like, is definitely in that nod. No, no way. No, no, no. That is super like, dialogue-filled. Yeah. That's very smart writing, and it's not... I would say it's so it's, slapsticky, though, too. No, but not in that not sense in, that... Not slapstick. I don't think that's the word you're looking for. It's more like like you have to overemphasize. It's all about the props. It's all about the movement. It's all about the gestures. Like Yeah, it's not dialogue-heavy. Because, like, Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin were silent film. Mm-hmm. So, there is literally no dialogue. And this one, there's some dialogue, but, like, most of the time, he's just laughing and enjoying. You could watch it without the sound and be just as Yeah, he doesn't things. even speak for literally, like, the like first Mr. ten minutes. Like Mr. Bean. Yeah. another Mr. Yeah. Bean. Yeah. They don't want great. it. But Mr. Bean thought he was Pee-wee. When he does start talking, like, when the, um, what's-his-face comes. What's the neighbor kid's Baby. name? Oh, oh, my neighbor God. Name. Hang on. He's and they start, <laughs> like, insulting each other. Like, you're a nerd. I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> you are so good at that. Thanks. 
<laughs> and I had a realization in that moment, like Francis. Francis. Ugh, I Francis. Oh, Francis. Who is also the grown-up version of the little kid from A League of Their Own. He is, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was also in um, Leprechaun. He played the autistic older cousin or something. With Jennifer Aniston. I never saw Leprechaun, but I did make a vow recently to somebody to watch Leprechaun 2. I love the Leprechaun series. They're so tacky, but awesome at the same time. Well, great. (laughs) Anyway, so the... (laughs) That dialogue made me think of my childhood and like those are the insults and conversations you had with people mm-hmm. and i was wondering is the dialogue based on like actual things that kids say like did they study kids or as a child Sounds that is yeah. living after this movie came out this movie came out in 85 i wasn't alive yet is that did that become so ingrained in childhood that we were just quoting the movie and didn't even know it dude uh, that sounds like a very stoner comment, but when I was watching it, not that you're stoned or a stoner, I was just thinking, <laughs> the, when we were watching it, I was literally thinking the same thing. I'm like, yeah. so much from this movie is, is what I did as a child or, like, or comments. Like things or, that like, you say, like, yeah, like that's just my name, don't wear it out. And I don't know if we did it first or Pee-wee did it first. Oh, no, we were repeating Pee-wee for sure. Well, yeah, because really? our childhoods were after this movie came out. Except Where maybe did Charlie, he get it from? You were a grown-up, but... <gasps> <laughs> oh, my God, hateful. Hateful. We're recording. This is sacred. You so can't wait, delete But what that. I'm saying is... Most of the insults we got were from Pee-wee. But I'm, I don't know. Did don't kids know talk like that before this movie came out? Like, were they just quoting, like, kid things? Or are we saying those things because of this movie? I don't Was know. Was Pee-wee I'm the asking. first to do it? God. Yeah. Was this it the so chicken deep. or the egg? No. <laughs> <laughs> so no. What well, came first, it. the chicken or the egg? I mean, we do know. It the was the dinosaur. I was going to say... It was evolved into this, so I mean, before that we were like single celled. That's fair. (laughs) Um, agreed. Okay, so we're barely into it. So he leaves his house in after the dream. Wait, we're barely into the movie because you fucking tried to talk about Joe Rogan for like five minutes. We haven't even done a plot line yet. No, do the plot. The plot. Pee Wee goes on a big adventure, finds his bike. He loses his bike. He finds his bike. There's a dinosaur too involved that I've been to. Oh, okay, now you're excited about it? And she, you know she perked up, ladies and gentlemen? Look, the plot is based in the title, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Pee-wee goes on a big adventure, he loses Every his movie is a big adventure, why make it a movie? So here's the jiggy. Well, they do in the end. They Pee-wee make goes movie. on a big adventure, and then he comes home, and he learns a lesson that his you friends are You just said the exact same thing that Chris said. But I yeah. said it with pizzazz. No, you didn't. Lots of zazz. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a plot line without saying the words big adventure. Pee-wee Herman loses his bike, goes on a road trip, finds his bike, and comes home. Would you call the road trip, like, <laughs> exciting? I'd or... call it a momentous journey. Mm-hmm. Or uh, a big adventure? I would call it an incredible journey. Hey, a only... self-discovery, passion, um, because I, he falls in love on this trip. He loses no, he everything. I think no, he, does. he doesn't. Who does he fall in love with, you liar? He's gay and I think he falls in love with the guy who picks him up when he's hitchhiking. Yeah, he and does. He you're right. Like a woman, and he's the only person that he is like affectionate towards. Yeah, that was all Pee Wee's idea. He's like, her, 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 and he's like, and then even after they left, they kept giving each other these looks, like, okay, okay. Yeah, and he was the only Caitlin. one. That's the one where he said, 
he said he wanted to stay with him, and then the guy repeats to him what Pee Wee had said to Dottie earlier. Like, I'm a loner, I'm a rebel. And that's he's right. like, oh, that's how that feels like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he falls in love and gets heartbroken. So And when, carries on and goes to Texas. That's what you do when you're heartbroken. When Pee Wee goes to, like, visit Dottie... I think it was so funny how he shut her down because she's so into him. And you so know what? Here's what's up is I've been through that. I had a crush on a gay man once too. And really? I gave him my number and he was like, hey, i got to talk to you. I can't date you. And I was like, what? That sucks. <laughs> Why are you talk- telling me? And then he told me he was gay and he hadn't come to out to anybody yet and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, shit. But he's like, you're really nice. I see you all the time. I don't want to hurt your feelings. That that's sucks. sweet. That's more than I would do. I'd be like, no, thanks. <laughs> you Charlie are says, Pee-wee. Um, I know things you wouldn't understand. <laughs> like, why would I ask you to blow me when I can do it better? Let's just keep it real. <laughs> Too, soon. Too soon. Too soon. I just get it so weird and out. When that... Never mind. We're moving forward. So he meets the asshole, and the guy's like, my dad said I can have anything for your birthday, and I want your bike. For his birthday or for Pee-wee's birthday? For his own birthday. Right, and he goes to that kid's Francis. house to once his bike is stolen because he thinks... He knows. He knows he, he knows. stole it. Yeah, and Francis shouldn't have told him. Like, if, if you're a real thief, you need to be better at that shit. I don't want to, like, nerd out on you guys, but when he goes in, like, the foyer... Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right word. That works. <laughs> I pronounced foyer. it right. But he goes in that area. And he's climbing up the stairs to go find Herman in the... Francis? Why Francis. Herman? Francis. <laughs> Francis in the bath. It looks like the full house living room. Oh, crap. Yikes. It probably and then is. he goes up to the stairs and I'm like, that's the full house hallway. And then I'm like, all hallways look the same. And so. To me, it looked story. like the house from She Devil with Roseanne Barr and Meryl Streep. Don't remember it. I don't know that. Oh, okay. Never mind. But it I reminded like when... me of Full House and then I nerded out like, is it Full House? But this movie came out like years before Full House started, so mm-hmm. perhaps not. I like when Pee Wee jumps in the giant pool bath and then he just <laughs> so like starts cool. attacking right. him. Yeah. Pulls his hair. And then he gives trick gum to the dad and Francis. <laughs> he is a what tricky a man. Cool bath. I used to buy trick gum at the magic store just so I could pretend I was Pee Wee. And did you give it to people? Mm-hmm. There was a garlic one. There was one that turned your mouth all black, like uh, the one that made you drool in the black. They had that, too. I used to buy candy um, bubblegum cigarettes. Ooh, the ones that smoked when you blew out because of flour? No. Yeah. Is that why? I always yeah. wondered. The flour. I was like, why does this make smoke? I feel so cool. Yeah, I would think I was so cool until my mom caught me and yelled at me. For <laughs> fake smoking cigarettes? Yeah, my mom's anti-cigarettes, which is good because I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Mm, they're it so worked. good. I'm allergic, so I haven't either. I love them, but I had an asthma attack, so I can't smoke. <laughs> it's for the best, Charlie. <laughs> they make my mouth water. The moment I smell either a Marble Light or the Parliament Light menthol. Is it's it because like... of the cowboy, though? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's exactly That whole hate crime thing doesn't go for Charlie, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, I like when Pee Wee goes to the park and everyone's riding, like, circus bikes. Right. Everything's so circus themed in this movie. It makes me so happy. Uh, yeah, when his bike is stolen, and then he's like walking, and there's everybody everywhere has bikes. Mm-hmm. It's such a sad moment. Originally, it wasn't about a bike. He wrote a completely different movie, and then he saw everybody on the film crew or on the 
uh, studio set before they started filming, riding their bikes. He goes, I want a bike. And then he saw this antique Schwinn. And he goes, I'm right. He fell in love with it. Uh, he fell in love with it. So he decided to write this movie. That's awesome. It's based off a previous movie, uh, a book. But, I mean, with obviously his own storytelling. Yeah. I mean, he has spec the dog. <laughs> you got me in my place, okay? <laughs> you got me good, girl. So the oh, way he wrote this this film on spec. Yeah, that's hmm? cool. So is the, that what you just said? No, no, on the bike. I just feel like spec's an important the part. Dog, Let's move the on. Dog Let's just spec. go. His dog's name is Spec. I know. I was asking if he wrote this film, this screenplay on spec. No, no he wrote it on the bike. Okay. <laughs> Spec means you write a screenplay before anybody's purchased it. So you're just writing it for your own self, and then you hope to sell it. You're getting us confused because he had already dog gotten the approval. He had already gotten the approval of the studios to make a film because and we don't know TV those show, fancy words. So then it's not on he knows it was such the TV show was such a big to do, and then okay. like all the people that were involved in making this were really big and coming up and comings, but they weren't something yet. Sam Besides Pee Wee, who had his own thing, and then this kind of built a lot of careers, which. Who the fuck knew that Pee Wee's Big Adventure would build so many careers? Well, it's that's such big. a great movie. Well, right, I get it. But, I mean, look at all the iconic people now that weren't shit then. I mean, Tim Burton got fired by Disney. He didn't think he was going to get another job at all. That's so true. Don Bluth got quit from Disney. He got, he got, he got quit. quit. Okay. <laughs> he got, he Don got Bluth quit. got quit. That motherfucker got another job. He's fine. <laughs> Dude, so the way Pee Wee actually ends up on the Big Adventure is because he goes to a what palm reader or like a psychic, a fortune teller, and she takes his wallet like he doesn't even notice, and she's yeah. like, "You're looking for something," and he gives her a bunch of money. He gives her like four dollars. You know, when I was a kid, my mom used to do that as a side job. She was a fortune teller at I just did air quotes mm-hmm. at like there's some like terror like theme park during Halloween time in Minnesota. She would do it there. And I asked her how she did it, and she said, oh, like, if a kid walked in and he had a football jersey on, I'd be like, I see football in your future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your mom seems like a fake She is so good. Teller. Can she fit me in? <laughs> she is just like the fortune teller in Pee Wee's, because he starts looking, she starts looking through his wallet. Call yeah. me now for well, your I next thought meeting. It was, I thought it was so cool as a kid that she was, like, this actress. That's awesome. Because that's what it was. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh. Kind of cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Was it the one out by Shakopee? Yeah. Yeah. My my yep. friends used to work there. Oh, stop See? it. Minnesota twang. Get out of here. <laughs> Start, he's like, my friends worked there. They sold pies. Oh, your friends sold pies? <laughs> Did he sell hot dish, too? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do they know Allison? Oh, my. Stop it. Anyway, so she's like, what does she tell him that he has to go to the Alamo? Is Allison a Minnesota name? Is that what that is? I don't know. Does she know Allison? It was a white person's name, so I said it. That's fair. (laughs) White people I know are named Allison. Exactly. That's my sister-in-law's name. See? (laughs) We call her Allison. Never mind. (laughs) Moving forward. No, no, no. But where does she tell him to go? Does she tell him to go to the Alamo? The Alamo. The basement of the Alamo. Yeah, the basement of the Alamo. She is very specific. I would have been a little more broad. I'd be like, it's somewhere in Texas. Somewhere. Yeah, Texas is pretty big. Yeah. She, like, she sent him straight to the Alamo. Like, I mean, give yourself some time, lady. He could have chopped on a plane or something. You know, I didn't know what the Alamo was until I watched Drunk History, and I learned, I learned the history of it. Really? Really? I've been, I've been to the Alamo. I mean, I'd heard of it, but. I've been outside the Alamo. It's in uh, San Antonio, right? Yeah. Cool. Texas. 
Uh, the Alamo is want yes. want. The River Walk is cool. The Mercado is fucking amazing. San Antonio is a cool city. Go. Austin's is a really cool city. I've been to Austin. Austin's cool too. You're right. I've never ever in my life had an urge to go to Texas. No, it's it's really Austin fun. It's great. really hip and young and interesting. Like mm-hmm. it's cool. It's a great city. It, they have a lot of great cities there. Sorry, it's a great city. You said a state. What what is he first ends up with um the ex convict. Yes, who went to jail for ripping off mattress tag. Mattress tag. That's so fucking funny. Oh my god, he was so hardcore, and then you like hear it. And honestly, watching as an adult, I would attack that. That's me too. It. He's kind of he was kind of rugged and sexy, and uh, it's kind of like, where is he gonna stab me, and with what? Okay. See, but he wouldn't stab you because the only thing he did was rip off a mattress tag. Yeah, but you, you missed the sexual innuendo, baby. Oh my bad. Where's he gonna, gonna stab, stab me? me where? With his pecker. You are so coy. <laughs> you are my pussy. <laughs> like, you you so know, and coy. he was pretty open. He wasn't opposed to a man in the dress. So he wasn't he was very progressive. He was for that time. He was very, you know. I gotta say, it. I'm opposed to a man in a dress just because I'm not into drag queens. Not opposed to them. That's like, your personal choice. Well, <laughs> thank you so much. Your support is just over. <laughs> Yeah, you're not the ex-convict in Pee Wee's, okay? That's fair. I wish I was. <laughs> that movie grossed forty million domestically. I like the next he meets. Oh no! no Large no, Marge. Wait, before that though, when he gets dropped off by the convict in the middle of the night, yeah, and it's super dark, and for like the scene is probably a minute long, where it's just completely black, but a cartoon of his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that just proves how great not only um, Paul Rubens is in his performance, where you can, like, see the character just in those eyes. You know that's a cartoon, though. No, I know, but it's based off of, like... Oh, I see. You can see him point, in the dark. Up you see his eyes, and he rolls them, and he's, like, so expressive he's with very just his eyes. It's so... Like, that's the first moment where I really thought of Buster Keaton, for sure. Um, and I just thought that scene was so cool. It's just weird. It's very Tim Burton style, yeah. I would say. And then there's lights come on, and there's all these animals around him. I <laughs> love that part as a kid, just because I always get excited when I see animals. But it's like, a foil. It's like, what happened next? That was funny. All the animals were around him. That was a good, that was a good time. <laughs> I love animals. They were great. Love life. <laughs> For that 30 seconds. He does, uh, he does meet large margin. I don't know if this large is the reason I'm scared day. of hitchhiking with truck drivers. Because every truck driver that I've known is actually pretty cool. Yeah. They get true. a bad rap. They, they really do. They really do, but... My mom partnered trucks with her husband. Yeah, and, and she says, crazy. Uh, just make sure you say to yourself, because there are some pretty cray-cray uh, guys. I mean, there's I'm a lot sure of really interesting, cool people. some crazy guys, but, but I've you're on never the road. met a crazy truck I know, driver. I've, well, I've worked with a lot of truck drivers, and they all seem pretty chill, and I feel mm-hmm. like they, they definitely get a bad rap, and not because of this movie, because I don't think they're ghosts, but just because of life. Mm-hmm. They're so, I mean, of course you're crazy. You spend so much time by yourself, and all you do is drive. That's a lot of... Yeah, it would, it's a lot, like, of, lot of time. Wandering. I wouldn't mind one day like being a truck driver for a little bit. I think it'd be a fun experience. You can't just be. It's a lot of work, and it's really hard. Well, except that I don't like. I'm scared of driving next to trucks, so I can't imagine driving a truck. Oh my but, god! It'd like, be the so awesome. The experience of it, I think, would be so much fun. Like I just read Diablo Cody's book about when she was a stripper for a year. I was like, oh, I would yeah, totally read it. Yeah, I did. Um, it was so good. Yeah, I love Diablo Cody. I, get, I, I, I like it. It was from my hands. Um, it's about her time living in Minneapolis. 
<laughs> Full circle to Minnesota. I read but that it, book when I was like 19. It made me think of, like, I would probably not take a year off to be a stripper, but good for her. That's what she wanted to do. But I would take a year off to, you know, be a truck driver, and that would be cool. Hmm. Like, think of the experiences in the open road in the country you'd see. But it's scary. Like, you have a lot of responsibility to not kill people. Yeah, and you have to be scary. somewhere by a very specific time with a load with a lock on it. If that lock is sealed, is broken, Ooh. you don't get credit for that entire When Sam is a truck driver, I want to be take a year off to steal from trucks. Oh, that'd be fun. Ooh, yeah. okay. That'll like, be Fast fun. and Furious style. It'll be like an adventure, like... Oh, we'll Good. work together. Yes, okay. Yeah. Except, but we'll be like enemies. I just did air quotes again because we're not supposed to run into each other, but it'll yeah. be like a friendly enemies, like a movie. It'll be like a movie caper. But Large Marge, her story is so creepy. She talks yeah. about this, what, the scariest night she ever. She yeah. said, in a night like this, Mm-hmm. I saw the worst accident that I ever seen. That I ever seen. You do a better large Marge than me. I wish I could remember her whole story. My, the, it's the best line in the it's whole so movie. Bad. She doesn't tell them a large Marge sent ya. No, <laughs> how scary was it? I remember as a kid seeing that the face? part where her eyes pop out. That That's shit was terrifying. scary. Yeah, not so much now. now. No, I was scared now. I was still scared. I, I mean. <laughs> No. Tim Burton had her not blink the entire time she, her face was on screen. That That's annoying. So Large Marge never blinks in that whole movie. That whole movie. That's smart. I wish Large Marge was at the end of the show. At, at the, the end movie of the movie? Theater, at the movie theater. If she had just showed up, that would actually be real. That cool. would have been awesome to full circle that Large Marge. It would be show. awesome if Large Marge was the one driving the bus that the convict was in. And you just saw her. like. What, I think that's up. how she died. Well, I thought that was story was about her. It was about it, her. It was her. But I was saying, like, if she was, like, mm-hmm. you know, a ghost sitting in the front seat again. But when he does tell everyone, when he goes into the diner and tells everyone, the bar, wherever he's at, and he tells everyone, you know, Large Marge sent me, and they all look at him. <laughs> it was a night like tonight, ten years ago. So man. dramatic. It's so dramatic. It's really awesome. And then he's at the diner, this poor motherfucker, and he's eats and he has no money to pay so he does the dishes which no restaurant is gonna have you wash the dishes for your food they're gonna be like no okay, but that's we'll... like the thing that people say yeah that you gotta wash your dish actually no i I was thinking about this while i was washing that washing that while i was watching that <laughs> and um I, w- I was thinking why is that a reference but it's because back back way when you didn't have money to pay for your food at a, at a restaurant you know if you were broke because they don't make you pay to the end obviously or whatever um then you could just wash dishes like it was more about like bartering and trading than it is you know now especially like an actual thing yeah like during the early times when everyone was actually really fucking poor you would just great depression yeah that's what i'm saying so you would just say i can't i can't pay you in money but i can do i can work for you which is why so many people are like we'll work for food because it's a genuine thing that happens but uh when i was a server i would get so like annoyed by because some customers think they're super funny they're like, oh, my daughter doesn't have money to pay for her food. I'll just send her in the kitchen to wash oh, the dishes. All I'm the like, time. That great, so... you're going to be a great tipper. Period. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's funny when people say that. I'm like, really? No, but when Pee Wee does, um, he, like, he, d- he does uh, wash the dishes, you know? Yeah. And then he meets Simone. 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 The most dramatic wreck of a person ever to be in ever 
What? She's not a reckless person. She was the most annoying thing about the whole movie. You know what I thought for a second? Um, And it might be because I thought that it was insinuated that Pee Wee was only attracted to men. Mm -hmm. I thought she was possibly a man living as a woman. No, I think she's. I think she's definitely kind of into him, but she's kind of into him, and he's he's a little into her. She doesn't make a move on him. I don't think he's. Sorry. What did you just do? I hit my hand on the table and it hurt. <laughs> I don't think I don't think she's into. I think she's kind of into him. I don't think he's into her. But I want to tell you, quick story, because Charlie told a bunch of stupid stories. That when I was driving back from Arizona on the ten, the the I ten, driving back, I was starting to get very frustrated. I had to pee. Traffic was really bad, and I was actually about to like bicker and fight with my boyfriend. And we pulled aside because I was like, I have to pee. I'm about to shoot somebody. And he was the only person in the car, so obviously it would have been him if I had a gun. But we pull aside, and I'm literally about to start, like, raging, just, I don't know, becoming a huge bitch. All of a sudden, I go, that's the dinosaur from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And I freak out because I've never, I've never seen it before. I, I always take the tin, and for some reason, I never see it. And I saw it, and we got out, and we walked around, and I was like, yeah, I've never been in the mouth, but I've been to it before. There's a, there's a Burger King right there. Mm-hmm. Can you go in the mouth? I don't know. I never I tried. So. We just took pictures um, of it and drove away. It looked like a, just a set. I've only gone there at night, but I, it's, I feel like you definitely can. It's not a set. Like, it's a whole dinosaur. Well, the, in the movie, it was a set. When oh, yeah, inside yeah. Inside the mouth, yeah. it was for sure a set. Because that'd be yeah. so cool to see the sunset through the jaws that of the T-Rex. So cool. I don't know if you can go in the mouth of the T-Rex, but I know you can go into the um, the other one. The, the long neck? Yeah, yeah, the long neck. Is there a set of stores there? Yeah, it's uh, it's actually in the area because it's it's like a, it's not a museum, but it's some sort of like park, like theme park, not theme park. I don't know, but it's some sort of something. But there is one, and it's and it's beyond that. So the only okay. two that you can get to. I saw Inside Out today, and in one of the girls' happy memories, mm-hmm. she goes to that dinosaur park and goes, "That's from Pee Wee's Big Adventure." Really? Yeah, that's cool. But they see this the Stegosaurus. But then the long neck is in the background, so I was like, I wonder if that's the same. I didn't know. Probably but is. it is. It is now that we got validation that there's a, a it's three cool. horn there. It's awesome. And Burger King, you can get fries there. So win win. win, win. Win, win. And there's a casino down the street. A now. casino. <laughs> I love casinos. All right, but I will say that when Pee Wee's all broke and he has no money, he's washing dishes, and the waitress gives him a couple, like, dollars, and they're all wadded up, and then Pee Wee gets his knapsack, and he's, like, ready to go on the road like a straight-up homeless dude, that's when I knew that Charlie and Pee Wee were soulmates. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like twinks. Because you wad up your money the same way, and you like homeless men, and Pee Wee's one of them. Mm. <laughs> he's and a, he's gay! He's not homeless, he's a vagabond. He has a home. Well, he's a drifter. He's a drifter, and Charlie likes drifters. I like That's when, sexier than homeless man. He's a drifter. Ooh, I like when they watch saucer. the sunrise together, and she asks him, what are your dreams? He says, it's about a snake. I know. <laughs> <laughs> was that a metaphorical snake? Was that a trouser right. snake? I think it was. Ooh, you're right, Charlie, Never thought about that. I didn't even catch that. He's like, it's about a snake with big arms and... You know, his chiseled face. You full on Christed this movie, Charlie. Thank you. Oh my god, we both gated out. I love it. That was a clap. That was a high five. We just high fived. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Good. (laughs) Who else does he meet? And then he gets attacked, 
and the guy the tries to kill him with a dinosaur bone. That's yes. hilarious. The boyfriend freaks out. That's a cool way to go down. Dinosaur bone? But does he end up um, at the biker bar next, or does he end up going to San Antonio? Regardless, it's, it's the biker bar next before mm-hmm. he gets to San Antonio. The I biker bar is the, the best bars. scene. Because of tequila. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's like, don't I get a last request before you guys kill me, basically. And he does the dance that everyone loves. Because it's so great. Oh, my great. God. I can do that dance. Everybody in the world. I've done that dance on a bar drunk in Hutchinson, Minnesota. You know, my favorite wow. dance scene in a kid's movie would probably be um, Bert's from Bert and Ernie fame uh, doing the pigeon. Doing the uh, uh, pigeon. That's you? your. No. I Sam, wish we had this on that's video. The, that's the loser favorite one. The, everyone else's favorite one is Pee Wee's Big Adventure where he does tequila and then he takes the well, shoes. I didn't see this as a kid, so I like Oh my gosh. Bert. I feel bad for you, dude. Because he takes the shoes from like the busboy or the kitchen guy. And then he's all little he's after that. Platforms. Yeah, how perfect is that? Like they were like, that was funny. they were like, we need to, right. we need Pee Wee to be in platforms. So and let's just that, give it to this that dude. Buster in a biker bar was wearing not high platforms. Mm-hmm. Hey, girls got to work. Girls mm-hmm. got to work. Yeah, yeah. girl. Uh, but the bikers loved him after that, and you could tell yeah. because they gave him a vest that was leather. And if you have leather, and they gave him a motorcycle. They literally gave him a motorcycle. But he ran into like a wall the or sign. A, a sign. A sign. Just a randomly <laughs> out there sign. That would be me. That would be me because when I drove a four wheeler. Nobody taught me how to stop because it was like a racing clutch or whatever. I had no idea what I was doing. And the only thing I looked and like, oh, there's a fence. That'll stop me. And I just kind of held in tight and I just kind of like got down low and I waited for the hit because Dude, I had no idea what to do. I don't feel bad for you. I got in a really bad accident on a four-wheeler in Mexico and all I was wearing was a bikini. And I took, I took shots of tequila to save me. That, bad. I was like, I like can't. Jesus. I was like, I don't need to go to the hospital. I'll just drink tequila. Was that? I was definitely not I've, not I've making never good been choices. On a four wheeler, I can't contribute. They're fun. To that conversation. You sh- no. It's like a snowmobile. I know I'm from. Minnesota. That could kill you. I've never been on a snowmobile. Oh my god, those are great. Yeah, except for there's snow. Yeah, but you can like if you fall off your snowmobile, you fell in snow. Yeah, but if you fall off the no, four wheeler, your, you're leg, on lake. your legs that bleed, hurts. and then you rip your I pants know off at that night. Died on a snowmobile, so. Well, I mean. Yeah, you, you have to you cut yourself out. It. You can die from it, absolutely. Yeah, you just you said if you die fall out, it. there's snow there. Well, I mean, I ran from the DNR who regulates licensing through automotive uh, the the snowmobiles. We had a snowmobile, but no helmets and no license. So whenever we saw them on our lake, we'd have to book it back to the house and like hide in the house. Ugh, time out. My stories are about like Charlie. Your stories suck. Your stories. My about brother. How- I'd be like, okay, bye, and he'd be on the back of it, and I would throw him off of it, and I would get back to the house, so he'd come walking up, hit me twice. Charlie's story is about how he doesn't wear a helmet. My story is about getting drunk at 18 in Mexico and falling off the off the four-wheeler in a bikini. Way cooler. Way I'm lame. Super Girls proud in a bikini, of, not it. I'm super proud of both of your stories. They're Thank both you. cool in different ways. Love you. Um. Oof. So next, Pee Wee gets to the Alamo. <laughs> True, he does. And he my one the- of my favorite parts is, I'm in Texas. No, you're not. The stars are bright in the sky tonight, <laughs> deep in the heart of Texas. And all I'm like, oh my god, I need to go somewhere to have this happen. It reminded me when we were in the mall and we just got done watching Hunger Games, and then the escalators between like yes. seven and nine floors. I I did the whole. And then somebody and did somebody it back. Replied. A random person did it back. Us. I got so giddy. 
I got yeah. so I was excited. With you when that happened. It was, was so great. Cool. You know, I've never done that in Texas. I've never said the stars, the stars are bright night. in the sky tonight. No, 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 no Charlie. It's the stars are bright in the sky tonight. Get it right. That's what you I don't said. Know. You're not welcome. What did I say? The, sky, you the stars are bright in the sky tonight. Deep in the heart of Buffalo. <laughs> He goes okay. to Alamo, though. <laughs> they, go, they go on the tour, which is really cool, but not the very cool at all. The, the tour is like me at anything that I don't want to be at a sporting event. Oh, there's a home run. And he's like, oh, my God, another He's just in run. the back rolling his eyes the whole time. I know, and they say so stupid great. ass shit. Like, they make everyone say, buenos dias to the <laughs> statues. Right. Yeah. It is so sad. That's why Tex-Mex sucks. Do we have Mexican-Americans in our audience? <laughs> two, people, she, two like, people raise their hand. That's Jan Hooks. She, like, improv that whole scene. That's that hilarious. That was perfect. Right? She yeah, did a great so job. She also was on 30 Rock for Third Rock from the Sun as Vicky. Sweet. Yep. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Are you sure I'll that's... just file that and who gives a fuck. Okay. Is Charlie. that true? Yeah. His cousin will text us later and say if it's not, probably. Okay. Um, let's fact check that one. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> Thank you, listener. I do get sad at the end of the tour when he asks about the basement. And, and she just, and like, they all laugh? They all laugh, and he gets upset. I'm it's, like, I just want to really hug sad. him. And then he goes to the bus station, and he's all sad. And then he sees his friend who's following her dreams. And she's doing well, and he's not. And then he yeah. uses a poor girl because he knows that she has a crush on him because he needs to get home. Dottie? Yep. Yeah. yeah, he does use her. But, I mean, he's kind of mental, so. But you know what? That does make me sad when they all laugh at him. When I was a kid, that made me really sad. Yeah. I don't know why it made me so sad. I think because, like, as a kid... Like, watching, out. no, like, watching another, like, somebody get laughed at, I was like, that's not very nice. Like, yeah, I don't you, know, it was you rough. S- you sympathize with him because yeah. you identify with him, he's on your level, especially because he acts like a kid. Yeah, and he's so weird, and I'm like, he shouldn't get laughed at because he's weird. Yeah. All these guys are mean. All they know how to say in Spanish is buenos dias. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Dos cervezas, por favor. But then you're right, he goes right around and calls Dottie. Yeah, and then she's like, okay, can we, like, hang out when we get back? Or no, he leads her on. I'll give you a ticket if you, when you go to the if you go to the movie driving with yeah. me. Yeah, and then she asks to hang out. Hey. <laughs> it's breaking up. <laughs> I can't hear you, Dottie. But you notice the first time when she asks him to go out and he, like, shuts her down and says, I'm a loner, I'm a rebel. That, and he exits the bike store and immediately his bike is stolen. So that was the first time we had seen him be... Like, mean-spirited to somebody that is his friend. Mm-hmm. Not, it didn't count really to Francis because that dude was mean to him first. But something bad happens to him as soon as he's mean to somebody. So that's like a good lesson for kids. And he went and did it again. He's and it worked. It worked. But he but does take her to the drive-in because they end up making a movie about him. And the whole scene where he's running through Warner Brothers is great, but that by that point watching the movie, I was like, oh, God, I'm ready for this movie to be over. No, I, <laughs> I loved it. I really liked when he got to Warner Brothers. Like, before that, I was like, all right, what else can happen? But then he gets there, and it's hilarious. It is pretty funny. It was kind of like a Benny Hill set. sketch. Yeah. That one kid, the little, what's his name? The little oh. asshole. I think he's the older brother on that Ben Savage show. The Wonder Years. The Wonder Years, thank you. He, uh, he's, he's funny. He's like, I was born ready. 
That little, that little kid is your boyfriend. Yeah, I know. He's so intense. I'm like, ah, I love this kid. I've been ready since first call. Mm-hmm. Let's roll. He's if so she pissed. would step up on our lines, we could get this going. I'm like, oh, diva. I know he's all going out that <laughs> nun bitch. Did you know that that movie theater is the same movie theater, drive-in movie theater, as in Greece? Interesting. Yep. You know it's no longer open. You can't go there. It was in Culver City. Oh, yeah? But so, every time I go to a drive-in, I find the swing set and sing, Stranded at the drive-in. I'm so pretty. I do have a question. Where is this? Where is Pee Wee supposed to have lived? Is it like in Calabasas or something? I think it's... It's got to be somewhere in California. Yeah, because if it's that movie theater. Yeah, well, no. I don't think they meant well, it to be a California Warner, movie theater. Warner Brothers is in Burbank, so... Yeah, and he like went over there and rode his bike home. Yeah. It's probably in the valley somewhere. Probably. Everyone lives in the valley, I guess. But at the... I guess... We don't. We don't. Thank That's God. That's right. That's right. Sorry if you're a valley listener. We love you. We love you, but... Who not... knew our radio show has reached that far? <laughs> People are listening cunt. to us in the valley already. I'm such a cunt. <laughs> um... I, okay, he does lead Dottie on, even at the, totally till, on. till the very last minute, but I do like the whole full circle thing where he gets, he goes to the snack bar and he gets treats for everyone as they're watching right. the movie that Pee Wee got made. Yeah, because when he's on the set, he creates such a ruckus that the studio head, instead of, like, getting him in trouble, is like, I think you're great, I want to make a movie about your life. Which, when I was a child, I totally thought was going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. I still think like, that's going to happen. All I had to do was be adorable and precocious, and somebody would come up to me and say, you're a star, kid. How, make a movie about you. How's it working out? We're making a podcast in a tent. Right. Mm. It, ha- it hasn't happened. Fort. Fort. Sorry, Fort. Wigwam. Remember Wigwam? It's a wigwam, not a fort, for our Spanish listeners in Texas. Wigwams were Native American. Well, my bad. I take it back. Thank you. <laughs> So, uh, that was pretty so much So, he does it. get a movie made about yeah. it. Yeah. And it's super funny. Like, the guy playing him is really buff. Like, That's right. But he's still, <laughs> he's still dressed like Pee Wee. He's still yeah. wearing that gray suit. But, like, he fills it out. <laughs> oh, oh, Sam needs a moment. Okay. Ninjas but then come. he, like, re-meets everybody that he has met along his journey. And not Large Marge. I'm kind so of disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Large, yeah, you're right. I agree. I'm disappointed. But um, it was fun. He and like the French fries, I got that and he got like best. nine people Mercy one Pink. small little thing of French fries that he puts in. Thank you, Pee. Wait, really? You're gonna think no, about it he gets the he gets the French fries for uh, what's her face, Bernice or whatever her name. Bernice is. and her boyfriend. Well, that's not her name, but yeah, that's well, when. I'm surprised that Charlie didn't talk about the homeless guy that he meets on the train. Oh yeah, the homeless dude. <laughs> I hate you, Bo. <laughs> I know. And he, I love that how Pee Wee gets annoyed with him he to the point where he great. jumps off the train. But that was. Oh, I, I like took a lot of uh, drives when I was a kid because my dad lived an hour away from me. So me and my sister, to entertain ourselves in the car, would sing those songs. So I remembered a lot of those songs, like "Found a Peanut," "Found a, a Peanut," "Found a Peanut on the Floor." And my dad must have hated that. Probably so much. You guys have been singing it for year, four seconds, and I hate it. One year, my dad, or one year, one time, my dad gave us five dollars to stop singing, which only invigorated our singing for the next trip. What? Every trip after I know, that. right? <laughs> Pressing up to 10 pops. <laughs> yeah, can you afford this market? 
we're going to need $5 and a Big Mac to go with it. Ooh. Exactly. No, our fast food day choice was Taco Bell. So, mm. since Sam didn't see this movie as a kid, should we ask her what she thought of it as a kid first? Yeah. Sure. Well, I loved Pee-wee's Playhouse as a kid. Um, all of his lines are so iconic, which is what made me think of the eternal question. Are we just quoting Pee-wee Herman as children? I don't know. Or is he quoting us? But... So that's, watching this movie again, just, I loved it. Even without having seen it before, I loved this movie. It was so great. Watching it made me feel like a kid. So even though I didn't watch it as a kid, I felt like a kid watching it. And it's so great and so funny. And I really loved it. They nailed it. Charlie? I loved this movie as a kid, and I love it now. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so it, like it was really... A lot of the movies, like, I've seen over and over. Lion King, seen a hundred times over them, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, really funny. And I got a lot more jokes. It was very Shrek in that there was a lot of adult jokes hidden in there. Mm-hmm. A whole homosexual agenda. Then fags will get you every time, you know? Yeah. They got you. Okay. Okay. There's, never mind. We're not Speaking of gay marriages, legal across hey, the United States. Welcome hey, welcome to my rights, me okay. Yay. Not all my rights, but this one's cool. Yay. Charlie can now get married, but he doesn't believe in marriage. Until he talks about his own wedding, then we know it's going to happen. They forced me to make up a wedding to talk about it. So, as a kid, I liked this movie a lot. This peewee actually reminds me of my best friend growing up, Crystal. Meth. No. (laughs) Her name is Crystal, and she just, um, she always did a lot of weird shit like he does. Like, she would always, like... Just do the same kind of weird stuff she does. She was very extravagant and, like, no, not the laughing thing, but, like, talk through inanimate objects. And, like, she was just very imaginative. And I think... And that's what your boyfriend does now. Well, yeah, and that's why I love him. He but, gives personalities to, I feel like, every single inanimate object in your house. He does, yeah. We have a snowman that's permanently, like, has a voice every day. But <laughs> it, it's how he lets his gay dumb out a little bit, I think, because the snowman's pretty gay. <laughs> And so is my boyfriend. Yet another episode where George ends up being a homo. I can't stop pretending that my boyfriend's gay in our podcast. Okay, but as a kid, I loved it because it reminded me of Crystal. And so we always had fun watching it. We'd always be, like, really silly after watching it. And as an adult, it still really reminds me of her. I feel like I did know that he was gay as a kid. I was like, but I just realized, like, I was like, he doesn't like her. Of course not. He likes this dude. But I thought he liked the... The fugitive also um but as an adult uh i think there are a couple scenes that are a little long and it's only because as an at, at this time movies that are made are are just shorter like the scenes are shorter so it goes on a little bit and the story is kind of weird and it's kind of creepy watching it as an adult personally because the way they're talking is the way children talk so i'm a little creeped out by that but I, I hate still, baby talk. I think that I, was I think that was like the social commentary of it. Yeah, but I still love it, and I do love the bar scene, the dance scene. I still <laughs> love that because I'm like that makes me so just want to dance silly, and I love it. Tequila. Yeah, it was a good choice, and it was great to see it at the Silver Lake Picture Show. It was fun to see it outside with a lot of people. Yeah, it was so great. And I've always wanted to push a line of motorcycles down. Everybody was cheering. Some motorcycles drove by and screamed Pee Wee. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And uh, everyone, as soon as they said uh, the stars are 
Shit, now a lot of people stars at night are big and bright. A lot of people like clapped. A lot of people screamed along with some of the more iconic lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Large Marge sent you. A lot of people clapped and cheered Mm -hmm. when that happened. Yeah, I I was one of them. I'll say it. Charlie, Uh, Charlie, you don't clap at movies. Last year when they did uh, Empire Records, part of the cast was there to watch it with them. So I I was like, if they're here, I'm gonna show them support because they could have been there. Charlie has a belief system. It's where so he refuses annoying. To clap in movies because they're not there. If the and directors we, are sure. When we saw Jurassic World and the director came and said he was watching the movie with us, I just turned to Charlie. I was like, "You are gonna have the worst time tonight, aren't you?" Mm-hmm. I know. We're gonna clap. We all knew the we were time. gonna clap the whole time. Jurassic World. I was like, Even "There's gonna be moments." Director, I will stand up and scream when a dinosaur comes on. When it got, when I saw Godzilla, Grauman's Chinese. Uh, Everybody in the audience clapped the entire time. I was time. with you. I was you got so. Angry. No, you were the most angry at Wizard of Oz. Oh, <laughs> shut up and let me watch the film. God damn it! The movie that he's seen before. I don't care. Yeah, it was three D and beautiful. Clapping. Yeah, why are you clapping? That movie is forever old. Because well, we're just excited. You've seen it how many this times? Collective experience. Yeah, we're sharing it's a together, moment. Watching it in three D. I the totally first agree time. with you, Sam. Thank you. Let's go eat kale together. All right, let's do it. Stop it. Ew. And pistachios. I like pistachios. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Thank you. I love you. Don't forget to check out our website, www.thegreatcinematicdebate.com, where you can leave us comments, tell us how you felt about this movie. And we'd love to hear from you. And make sure to tune in next week. And give us a star. Just give us a star. Give us five stars. 50. If you're listening to us on iTunes, we would love your reviews. Yes, please. Please. We'll beg for them. I love you, Walton, Daddy. Ew. Yeah, I brought it there. I brought it there. Ew, bye. Bye. <laughs> Crickets. Stupid.